Happy Wednesday. I've got another extra special episode of I've Got a Secret for you today. This episode is called The Secret to Living an Artful Life. Let me tell you who I have with me today. Jacqueline Nepal and Kat Emery are the founders of Art Angels Art Gallery, a major player in the art world and a go-to favorite of the chic and elite. I personally have so many pieces from Art Angels, and I have actually decorated this studio with multiple pieces from their gallery. These two powerhouses have claimed a top spot in an exclusive industry. Their focus is to spread their passion for art and female empowerment in business. I can't wait to hear all about your rise in the art world. Thank you for being here, Jacqueline and Kat. I'm going to let both of you just get started. The first question, of course, I want to ask, though, is what started your mission to live your dream? Well, firstly, thanks for having us on the show. You are so welcome. It's really nice to be here. I want to say thank you for being here. (laughs) Um, I think when we first met each other, that was a good catalyst for um, knowing what we wanted to do. We had a very similar background. We both had uh, husbands and boyfriends at the time Uh that were both in the same industry, and they were away a lot. We both had a passion for art and it just, it, it stemmed from our friendship and our relationship together. And when was that? Uh, that was about seven, seven years ago oh, now. Yeah. Um, and then we started working on the business probably five years ago, maybe a little over five years ago. So tell us how you met. We were actually working at a different art gallery. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So you, of course, knew you both shared a passion. Yeah. Absolutely. Wonderful. And so what kind of a conversation did you have when you said, let's do this, let's pursue our dream together? I think we were having dinner one day. Yeah, I was going to say, we were out to lunch or dinner together, and we kind of just started talking about what we wanted to do. And then we just said, why don't we just do it together? How we want to do it, the right way to do it, just, you know. I love that because, like I said earlier to all of the listeners out there, sometimes it's really hard to know how to get that conversation going either with yourself or with your partner or with someone you want to connect with and live your dream. So really, it was just the two of you having that love and that passion and knowing you wanted to pursue it and and live your dream for the rest of your life. This is your life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We weren't sure if it was going to work, but we knew yes. together since we shared the same vision that if we both dedicated ourselves, we could do anything. Dedication, so, taking yeah. that leap of faith. Yeah having that drive and that dedication to your love. I love it. You do need that early on because those early days of a business are very, I mean, we were in your kitchen every day, sometimes till two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, (laughs) working on the dream and just doing it every single day until, you know, things started to happen Mm. and we started to get clients and Mm then- I love, um, I have chills. You know, I love it when I hear something and it just gives me complete body chills because it's like I'm, I was there with you maybe- on the wall watching all of this take place. You just you just took all of us there. I love it. Yeah, and you never really know at the time where it's going to go or how far it's going to go. You just know that you've got to keep going mm-hmm. um, until, you know, things start to happen and opportunities arise. Um, and then we got we got the opportunity to, to have our first space um, that we shared uh, with another artist, oh um, which was great. So we're, you know, very grateful to him for letting us um, share his space and believing in us. And it just kind of spiraled from there. Do you want to give our... us his name? <laughs> uh, oh, Bernard, Bernard Deneau. Deneau. Yeah. And we still, he's still one of our artists. 
at Thank the you, gallery. Bernard. So it's been nice to carry him along with us. So let me ask you, how did you decide where your focus would be? Well, we knew our collector base, mm -hmm. so we knew what our collectors loved, but also in kind of branching out to start our own business, we wanted to make sure that we had full belief and love for all of the artists that we took on. So in right. kind of doing our own thing, we wanted to do everything right and take everything we had learned and apply that and just really get artists that mm -hmm. just... If we love them, it's, yeah. it's so much easier to... True. Make sure other people can love them as True. well. We wanted yeah. to build a strong community with the artists we take on, with, you know, the employees that we bring on. Um, so it was important not only for us to believe in them, but also, you know, take on partners because they're partners as well who have that same belief in us and trust us since we were small, but they saw the potential in us mm -hmm. to see what we could grow to. And we worked together to keep building that. So, I mean, we really, we started off in my kitchen to yeah. this extremely small space did a one-day pop-up in Hollywood oh. with, I mean, it made us look larger than life. The next day we were gone. Oh. <laughs> Everyone was like, where'd you guys go? But, you know, we went back to our little space and then we just kept growing from there from, you know, one side of Beverly, jumped across the street to a bigger space on Beverly, uh -huh. doubled that, took over the space next door, opened and went upstairs, opened another gallery in Miami. Oh, how, how long has the gallery in Miami been there? Just 18, over 18 months. 18 now, months. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I want to say right now that uh, I've purchased a few things just by window shopping. And uh, I was very excited for both of them to come today and see where I've displayed their things that I've purchased. Here, just in my office, I have some at home. Two of my pieces here were birthday and Christmas presents one year from uh, my son, Jordan. I was just like a kid showing off my... <laughs> <laughs> I worked from school or something when they got here. And so I'm a huge Marilyn Monroe fan. And so I saw my piece here in the window. But I couldn't wait for you to open that day and call and say, I've got to have it. I've got to have it. So uh, that's the kind of relationship I have with these beautiful ladies and their art because it's almost like they're thinking of me when they stock everything. So you must, you must find art angels and walk through, drive by, but stop and walk through <laughs> because you'll know then this is where I need to be looking. And so both of you, do you consult with clients and they can come in and they can tell you what they love and where they want it or Absolutely. where they want it? It's an ongoing joke, but I think we change the curation of the gallery at least four times a day. Oh, wow. <laughs> Always, know you know, with either designers or collectors coming in wanting to see something specific or we'll curate spaces for them based on, you know, what we know that they like when they're coming in. We're visiting homes all of the time to kind mm -hmm. of guide them on, you know, here are some spaces where you could put these different pieces. And then also we're always changing the front window because we know we have clients who get excited to drive mm -hmm. by and want to see something new. So, you know, yep. we, we keep it fresh. Mm -hmm. We keep it changing, even if it requires like a daily change up. I mean, we, we love it. Yeah, we do. You're brilliant <laughs> businesswomen because that really works. Uh, I love going on your website and seeing not only what you have to sell, but how you've used your passion in your eye for decorating other places. Can you give us your website? Our website is artangels.net. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And our Instagram is art underscore angels. Of course, we'll have all of this information on our website. I've got a secret with robinmcgraw.com, but 
I know a lot of our listeners always want to know, like me, tell me right now, but don't stop listening and go there. <laughs> Keep listening because you're going to learn a lot more. So tell us where all of your sites are right now, all of your stores. How so we have, have one store in West Hollywood on Beverly and Weatherly, and then we have uh, another gallery in Miami as well. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. And so you will visit someone in their home. You'll look Absolutely, at their space, yeah. and then you make suggestions after listening to them and, yeah. um, and we, what they love. Yeah, we love going to collectors' homes because obviously we don't want to dictate to them what art they should purchase. We want to get a feel for what they love and offer them suggestions and suggestions on where to place pieces and, you know, how to, you know, sometimes they don't know if it'll fit in a space. We'll Mm -hmm. superimpose it for them, kind of bring it all to life. Or we'll even bring the artwork Mm -hmm. to their home, which we think is so important. So you can kind of live with it in your space and see it in your space. So we do that for collectors. We stage um, multi-million dollar homes with developers because that's, you know, a huge asset as well. We're doing commercial spaces, restaurants. Um, so we really utilize so many yeah. different platforms. Now you can say you've done offices that have uh, yeah. podcasts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Residential. Yeah. I'll have you come yeah. to my home and see where I've used some things. And I love that you work with contractors while they're building a home because sometimes and I'm guilty of this in, in the past, sometimes someone will build their home and not realize they should have planned ahead and built space in the room or each room or whatever for art. Yeah. Yeah. And some pieces of art that you can fall in love with will take a huge wall and really make a statement when someone walks into your home and you didn't think about that when you were building or buying. Yeah. And so you've missed that opportunity to purchase the piece of art that maybe makes an entire statement for your entire yeah. home. I mean, it so bring, I art brings that. spaces to life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's really been our focus. I think more so than anything, it's collectors coming in and they see pieces and they're like, this makes me feel happy or this uh-huh. you know, brings positivity every day. I need to find a place to put this. So uh-huh. more and more people are actually buying art before they buy furniture and they'll yes. work. They'll work or the before, furniture. Before they've even built the house. Yeah. A lot yes. of people will buy it, you know, before yes. the, the foundations are laid. I love that because they <laughs> truly will build the house around a piece of art. Yeah. Because yeah. the art is a, truly a personal thing. Mm-hmm. So when you take on an artist, when you hire, do what do you, how do I say that? Do you hire an artist? Do you? Uh, represent. Yeah. Represent, yeah. represent an artist. How many artists right now are you representing? Uh, we have about 25. Wow. Now, Yeah. Yeah, and we are always looking um, for new artists, um, emerging artists, established artists, because we want to make sure that we have kind of a broad range mm-hmm. of, of um, styles and artworks to offer. Can you tell the listeners what variety of artists you have? What are their um, the genres and styles? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we have a little bit of everything. So I think we've kind of set ourselves aside or always strive to be like a one-stop shop for our collectors and uh designers. So Mm -hmm. we have our artists and then we source a lot of artists for them as well. But um, we've always tried to have an eclectic mix. So anything from, you know, pop art to street art, abstract, neon, photography, photography, and then a wide range of prices as well, because Mm -hmm. we want to encourage the young collector to collect as well as the established collector. So, you know, 500, anywhere from $500 on up too. Wonderful. And how do you feel about someone having such a wide variety of artists and art in their home? Is that okay? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 We encourage it. 
Yeah. Yeah. And we go to collectors' homes and they have pieces, you know, of all different styles they've collected on their trips. And each one evokes a different memory, emotion. You know, I think most important apart from investment value is just always acquiring something that you love, you know, Mm -hmm. something that brings you happiness or, you know, some sort of reminder of something. But it brings personality to the Mm -hmm. space. And, you know, a lot of like really well-designed homes can sometimes feel a little bit sterile if you don't bring in like the artwork that that brings it to life mm-hmm. and dif- those different styles across the house. Yeah. Did both of you or either of you study art in school? No. No. Just comes from a true love. Yeah. True yeah. love of art. Yep. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And tell me, how did the name Art Angels come to you? Funny enough, when we were at the other gallery, we had an artist who would always come in and say, oh, it's the angels. It's Charlie's <laughs> angels. So at this lunch or dinner, when we were deciding to branch off and start our own um, gallery, we were trying to think of what to call ourselves. And we were like, you know what? Why don't we just call ourselves Art Angels? I love <laughs> so, that. Yeah. I mean, it's been it's been great. And every every time collectors meet us, they're like, oh, we understand now. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's, par- it's perfect. I love it. Yeah. That. And we and have a works. whole team of angels now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. How many people work? Uh, we have seven now. Yeah. I'm so proud and happy for you. Thank, Thank you. you. I mean, we've recently um, started working on some hotel projects as well. So the Nobu Hotel in Miami, um, the Eden Rock Hotel in Miami, (gasps) the Mandarin Oriental Hotel in Miami. So all of the curation in the lobbies and across the hotel, that's by us now. (gasps) Congratulations. Which is really exciting. You're very busy. Yeah, yeah. Um, So we're, as well as we changing up our own curation in the gallery, we're doing it in the hotels quite often as well. Oh. Yeah. That's so exciting. How long does it take you to start to finish when you're doing a hotel? Um, I mean, we don't do the rooms. It's just right. the public spaces. So I think we we can kind of look at a space and within a few minutes already know what uh-huh. pieces would work well uh-huh. there. And we have a really big inventory, so it's it, it doesn't take us long at all. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. How exciting. Yeah, yeah, so that's exciting. And then every time we do uh, a solo show, or an exhibition um, specifically for one artist at the galleries. That's always really exciting. We've got um, the Boombox Project in the LA Gallery at the moment. So we just had a big event for that. It's a big party, um, hundreds of people, DJ, hip-hop DJ. Oh, um, yeah. Old school hip-hop, you know, to to suit with the Boomboxes. So that was great. So that's the show we've got up at the moment. Um, And there are a lot of uh, Boombox collectors and fans that have come by to see it, which has been really fun. It'll be up for the next two weeks. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, we try and make every show an experience. So Mm -hmm. not per se like a traditional exhibition, but just very immersive. Mm -hmm. Bring the, you know, the artwork to life. So I think last year we did six shows, six shows in a matter of two months, changing over like every two weeks or so. Yep. Oh, that's good to know. I'm going to be looking for the next one as well. The next one will be great, actually. It'll start around the 14th. It'll be um, a mid-century modern show, oh. which we're really excited mm-hmm. about with one of our artists, Flory. It'll be Russell Young, who does a beautiful diamond dust collection as well. Yeah. So right now you have uh, a sculpture, a heart sculpture <laughs> that we've been going back and forth about because I'm still looking for the perfect place for it because I have to have it. It's those we kind of things. We almost brought it with us today. Oh, <laughs> we, we, we just had. couldn't it. fit it. <laughs> no. Oh, what we, size was it? do you have right now? 
Uh, it's it's a little bit larger. Uh, actually, it's probably the size of this heart on the wall. But she's pointing to some artwork yeah, I have that's yeah. in four pieces, and each section is twenty four inches by twenty four inches. So uh, of course, it's forty eight inches on, across the top and square. But um, but it's a freestanding three dimensional yeah. sculpture. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And what color? Red. Oh, see, I, I know I, we're talking I about love white. The red. <laughs> I love the red, the white, and the silver. Yes. Now, is this? I want to ask you: Is this a sculpture that has to be indoors, or can it be outdoors? It can be outdoors as well. I thought about yeah. outdoors. Actually, you need to. Speaking about our website, check out our Instagram because we just did an installation in a sixty-five million dollar home of Rainer sculptures, not the heart, but divers, and they're diving from the ceiling. So they've been suspended down. So they can be. No. Wall-mounted, ceiling-mounted. They're oh. diving down, and it's absolutely There's one phenomenal. On the marble floor. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Stunning. You should see my light that hangs on my patio. Is a woman, and she's hanging from a trapeze bar at her knees, and she's holding a bar with two black lampshades. And the light bulbs I put in are golden. They just shine beautifully at night. And she's holding those... It's so beautiful. She's called Trapeze Artist. Amazing. So it reminds me of what you've just described. I need to see those. Yeah. Can they be outside? Yeah. Be beautiful around the pool. Indoor and, oh yeah, we've had collectors put them like, because he has divers. So there's divers that are going into the pool. On the diving board. Yeah. Because they can stand on a pedestal or they could be, I mean, there's climbers, you know, collectors have put them climbing up walls, stairwells. You absolutely have to see his other work. Yeah. What fun. So it's not just art. It's it's sculptures. and yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I yeah. love that. I'd just like to ask you both a question. It's a personal question because I do this and I'm just wondering, am I normal? Maybe it's one of those questions. <laughs> am I normal? But you know what I tend to do in my home? I fall so in love with my art that I actually move it around in the house. Like, is that normal? <laughs> I mean, it is for us. We yeah. tend to do that in our own homes as well. Oh, good. <laughs> Um, in the gallery. Yeah, in the gallery <laughs> as well. Right. Because, you know, I thought, like I said, I'm so in love with it that if I have it somewhere and I've purchased it pretty much for that place, but if it's in a part of the home I don't go to every day, then I'll kind of go in to just really look at it. And uh, sometimes when I've spent that whole day at home, Philip will come in at the end of the day and goes, well, what'd you do today? <laughs> walk around the house and touch your things? <laughs> Yes. Yes, I did. But that's what he means because I love everything. It's so personal to me. And I just, I'm so appreciative of what I have. And I know how, you know, we've been together 48 years, but married 43 years. And I know where we come from and what what it took to get that piece of art. And I just want to go and stand sometimes. I do. I just stand and look at it and think about it and da, da, da. So I'll just move it all around. So then I can see it more this day than others. And I just have always wondered. I'm glad to hear that you both do that as yeah. well. I mean, we have collectors who do it. And even more so than that, we have collectors with storage units. So they don't even have the luxury of seeing it in their home. <laughs> oh. They know it's there. And then they're constantly switching it out as well. See, so. that, that might drive me crazy, <laughs> knowing it was locked up in a storage unit. Okay, well, good. I'm glad to know that I'm not the only one. No. <laughs> so how did you pick your first location? So we knew that the lease was going to be up in the in the small one because it's actually uh, the eighty eight ninety nine building that's being converted into 
um, apartments now on Beverly. Oh, yes. So there was yes. always kind of uh, an end date to that space. Um, but we loved the street. We loved the area. Um, people had started to know where we were, so we wanted to stay close. Mm -hmm. um, and then the space that we were in now uh, came up for lease. Um, we ended up subleasing it, which was a, a complete leap of faith because yeah. that was... Oh, that it was has been every single time. And <laughs> yeah. we remind ourselves of that because you were saying you know, why are we still excited? I mean, watching where we were five years ago or six years ago to uh -huh. where we are now. Uh -huh. And every time we have that moment of doubt, we have each other to kind of rely on and remind each other we've always made it, uh -huh. you know? So, uh -huh. but yeah, moving to that bigger space was a massive jump. <laughs> <It was> a <laughs> massive oh, jump. <laughs> but so worth it. Because honestly, I want to say to the listeners, your excitement and your passion truly you can feel it when you're together talking about what you're doing right now. You, it just fills the room. It's on your faces. It's in yeah. your voice. It's the energy just fills the room. And, and I think even important as like, you know, a lot of female listeners, we became moms at the same time. So mm -hmm. we got pregnant like three months apart from each other. And this was, really? yeah. this was kind of still when we were transitioning from my kitchen to this small space. Um, so that, you know, women are super powerful. I'll just tell you that right now. And do you believe that this area of business is pretty much male dominated? Definitely was at the time. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's more women in it now than uh -huh. before we started, but still probably male dominated. Yeah. Yes. And that kind of helps, doesn't it? Push you like, yeah. we're going to daily. Conquer it. We're going to do Because <laughs> women can do anything. That's what I think. Women yeah. can do anything. I mean, we're just getting started. <laughs> yes, you're just getting started. And there's one more thing I wanted to tell the listeners is we're, we've talked about sculptures. We've talked about art. Um, one thing that I own as a gift from Jordan is a neon light. The one that Jordan gave me is in a, an acrylic box and the lettering says fall in love. And I just love seeing it. So it's here at the office every day. And you have a lot of that kind of art. And it's just a message that Absolutely. you buy it. And it's a message that you can read every day and yeah. see every mm -hmm. day. And yeah. brings, it's very uplifting. I think there's something about those positive messages being in bright colored lights yes. that just makes them kind of sink yeah. into you a yes. lot more. I, I love it. Yes. And I feel like so many of our pieces evoke so much emotion. Mm. I love having collectors in and kind of seeing how each one affects, you know, yes. each person because it's always entirely different and seeing the smile on their their face, you know, when it kind of brings their whole room to life or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever yeah, message right. it brings to them. You're right. I have a sculpture at home in my foyer that is by an artist named Valdez and it's a head and then out of the head are butterflies. It sits right there. I see it every day when I'm going through the foyer. And to me, it's very powerful and uplifting. We have a newfound love for butterflies, I mm -hmm. think. We have so many clients that the butterfly signifies so, so much to yeah. them. I do. I agree So with much. That. Transformation, that. metamorphosis. I yeah, mean, yeah. to... Spirits as yeah. well. The spirits. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I have lost my parents, of course, but I lost my sister just a little over a year ago. Who She was my person. I've really, really sad that she's gone. And so I think of her a lot. And I believe that when a butterfly comes around, it's her. I just, yep. that's what butterflies mean to me, the, the spiritual side of it. And they're so beautiful and whatever. And sometimes I have found in just a little over a year that she's been gone, there'll be two or three times that I'm just like, mm, I'll be thinking of her in a happy way. Let's just, just sit and think of her. And it seems like when I do, I'll look up and there's a butterfly flying around and lands on the window. This has happened in my kitchen and yeah. in my bathroom. 
So I'm very attached to butterflies in a very spiritual way. I just love them. Yeah, absolutely. What made y'all really be drawn to the butterflies? I mean, I think initially we we love them to begin with, mm-hmm. but then, like I was saying, as we collectors come in and say, this reminds me of my mom and my entire home is all butterflies and just all the different meanings to them, mm-hmm. you know, you just, uh-huh. you, you look at them, you look at them differently. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny because I have so many different, as I was saying that, talking about the butterflies and then da da I have so many different themes of art, <laughs> I realized, because... If something's meaningful to me, then I'll I'll pick a piece of art because of that. Whatever is meaningful yeah. to me, like you'll see if, as you look around in this office, fashion. Like my theme here is more of fashion and fun and whatever. So, and at home, I still will bring that in into my bathroom. But my entire bathroom is done in Marilyn Monroe. Oh, Excellent. Fantastic. I'm sure you don't find that surprising. What with the big piece I purchased from you. In Maryland. That's amazing. But it's all it's all inspiration. I mean, yeah. these are all places that you are every single day. Yeah. Yes. You know, so to 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 turn and see Maryland or fall in love, like in in any moment, each one will evoke something different, yes. mean something different, remind you of something. Yes. For all of you listeners out there, I also have a piece in the conference room here at the office uh, of Audrey Hepburn, a photo of her, probably from her just below her shoulders, just maybe midsection and all the way up and it shows her beautiful hair with her tiara. And then right in, right from her mouth, she's blowing a teal bubble from <laughs> bubblegum. It is so adorable and it's so happy and fun. So yeah, it's just like you should always have just what really brings you joy when you see it. Absolutely. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. So I wanted our listeners to know that We have two things very consistent. One is our drink of the day. (laughs) And because I know that this podcast will be airing around Valentine's Day, I picked a drink for today that I think represents just the beautiful time of Valentine's Day. It's called Rosé Sangria. And what you need for that is one bottle of still rosé, two cups of sparkling water, one-fourth cup triple sec, one cup of sliced strawberries, and three-fourths of a cup of fresh raspberries, because raspberries is my favorite fruit, one of my favorites. But when you go to I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com, you'll see the recipe. You'll see a photo of the beautiful finished drink. Now, the other thing that we're going to do today that we do on every podcast is we have a game of the day. And I think you ladies are going to love it. And so this game is called Totally Random. Art edition. I'm going to read some very, and let's just say detailed questions about some of the most famous artists in the world. I'll read off four possible answers and you can take your pick. (laughs) Trust me, you're going to love it. It's going to be, you're going to be pleasantly surprised. The person who gets the most answers correct gets a prize. (laughs) And I also want to add that all of these answers are totally true. Okay, so how do y'all feel about playing games? Good to go. <laughs> okay. Give it our best shot. Okay. So here goes with the first one. 
Andy Warhol's favorite alcoholic beverage. Number one, gin and soda. Jack Daniels. Champagne. Vodka with lemon. Mmm. can just guess. I want to say he was quite fancy, so maybe champagne. You're going with Va- champagne as well? Vodka with lemon. <laughs> <laughs> the true answer is Jack Daniels. Oh. <laughs> All right. So. Men after my own heart. <laughs> is that funny? Is that funny? Who would ever know that? Okay. Georgia O'Keefe drove a Ford, Chevy, Buick, Chrysler. Ford? <laughs> I'm going to go with Ford as well. Oh, you're both right. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and a little side note here. Her favorite place to create art was in the back seat of her Ford. Excellent. There we go. Whoever knew Must that? Must have subconsciously that. read that. <laughs> Did you know yeah. that? <laughs> okay, so you're both tied. Michelangelo's favorite fruit, grapes, pears, strawberries, plums. Grapes. Pears. Pears. Oh. Oh, I need my <laughs> belt. Pears. Just realized we're playing against each other. I know. I was going to say that before. I'm like, we're always on the same team. We're going okay. against each other. Side note to that, his standard gift was to send 33 pears to someone, 33 representing the life of Christ. Okay, the next one, Frida Kahlo originally wanted to pursue a career as a doctor, a singer, a jewelry maker, or a chef? Doctor. Singer? Doctor. <laughs> no side note with this one. <laughs> Doctor. Pablo Picasso's father was a therapist, a pigeon breeder, an artist, a horse wrangler. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to go with artist. I was going to say artist, too. A pigeon breeder. I would never have guessed that no. one. Is that funny? And have y'all noticed I'm trying to read these like Steve Harvey? Beard. <laughs> totally unbiased. <laughs> David Lynch's favorite beverage, green tea, water with mint, coffee, apple juice. Coffee. Water with mint? Mm, coffee. <laughs> Darn, I was going to follow her that time. See, this well, is why we're on the same be. team. <laughs> <laughs> I don't cheat, but I think I just did. Okay, I tried to anyway. Okay, side note. David had seven cups of coffee a day. Oh, wow. Loaded with sugar throughout his 30s. He associated coffee with creativity. Yeah, I feel like he drank seven cups of coffee a day. I can see that in its work. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that was our last question. So clearly we have a winner. Yes. But we have a gift, and we don't like for anyone to lose in this <laughs> podcast. So you both oh, get the gift. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, you don't know how perfect this I is. Know. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you. So all, for all you listeners, I just handed them our water, insulated water tumbler with the I've Got a Secret logo and, and title written on it. So you can find one of those at our uh, goodies page, so. You want one, you can have one. These are great. You should get one. (laughs) For sure. Absolutely. So, ladies, what else would you like to say about your beautiful passion for art and your stores and what anything else tell us? I think just uh, when it comes to kind of working towards something and when it can seem quite overwhelming, to just take each day as it comes and to always work towards it, even if you're just doing one thing that's very small towards that dream every day. 
that's soon going to build up to to the bigger dream. And just 365 little things mm. are going to equate to a, a really, really big change in your life and what you're doing. Um, and for us, like this, this business is all consuming. It's it's everything. But we enjoy our job and our work. It's, it's not even work, really. Oh, we enjoy it so much that, you know, we, we let it consume us and we do work very hard to get that. to get where we've got to um but you've got to have the passion for it Persistence. nothing comes really easy yeah. does it you have to have the hard work yeah and like you just said i think that that's a great message in that the year's going to pass anyway so if you make a plan if you have a goal in mind and you have a timeline and you stick to it you'll look up a year from now and you'll have either accomplished 365 days worth of yep work and worked harder and and gotten closer to your goal or you're still in that same place so yep. i think that was great information and encouragement i just want to say congratulations to both of you because i know it hasn't been easy but i know that the passion is there it, it shows it, like i said it fills the room but you have accomplished something that you set your minds to and you started and and you've come so far and you can do it all it's possible. Yeah. You absolutely. two are proving it. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you thank for having, you having us. us. <laughs> it's been wonderful. Well, that just about wraps up our time for today. This was such an interesting discussion. Jacqueline and Kat, thank you so much for sharing your story with the Secret Squad. Secret Squad, let me know what you thought about this episode by leaving a comment. And let me just say to both of you, I am just in awe of what you've accomplished. And I just, again, echo strong women, focused women, passionate women can do just about anything because you're doing it. You're mothers, you're homemakers and business women. And it's obvious women are powerful. Once we set our minds to something, <laughs> yeah. we can do it. We can do it. And as always, make sure to head over to I've Got a Secret with RobinMcGraw.com for behind the scenes extras, recipes, and blogs. I'll see you next Wednesday. Bye-bye.